Hey, this is a shout out to all pharmacy owners out there, your champions of your community during this pandemic. Your pharmacy is more important than ever before. There's a product out there I'd like you to take a look at. I'm talking about the Pen Needle UltiGuard Safe Pack. For the same copay for your patients as pen needles alone, the UltiGuard Safe Pack provides 100 premium pen needles and a sharps container all in one. When pharmacies dispense the Pen Needle UltiGuard Safe Pack, they see consistently higher revenue and higher margins. Check this product out today and let us know what you think. Go to www.ultiguardsafepack forward slash podcast. That's ultiguardsafepack forward slash podcast. You can get a free sample pack on the website. Thanks for all you do as frontline healthcare providers. And thank you for listening to the Pharmacy Podcast. You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Marketing and the Pharmacy Marketing Simplified Podcast, bringing you another episode on flu season marketing. Today, I have Chris and Susan with MediCap Pharmacy in Austin, Minnesota. How are you both doing today? Good. We're doing good. Thanks. Awesome. Uh, Before we dive in, can you guys just give us a short background on each of your roles at MediCap? Sure. Okay. Yep. Hi, my name is uh, Chris Meyer, and I'm a pharmacist at MediCap Pharmacy in Austin, Minnesota. I've been a pharmacist for almost 20 years. I've been at MediCap for, I believe it's going on 14, maybe 15. And so um, my role is specifically vaccinations. I do uh, MTM, uh, tinkered with compounding, do some of that. I'm a diabetic uh, shoe fitter here at the store and Oh, also we've uh, implemented within the last couple of years of uh, doing some point of care services. So um, I guess I'm kind of the one that manages that. So we do strep testing, flu testing, we do cholesterol, blood glucose checks, and screens, and um, always looking to do more. And so um, that's my role. And uh, along with me is Susan McShane. And um, Susan has taken on the role of uh, doing a great job with marketing this year. So, Susan? Yes, um, I am Susie McShane, and I have worked at MediCap for about 18 years. Um, I am, first and foremost, I am a pharmacy technician. I am the lead tech. Um, I'm also the pharmacy manager, so I take care of a lot of the ins and outs going on here. I do the marketing and having a fun time with that this year. And then I just kind of have a lot of fun little jobs that I do all around the store. That's my job. Excellent. So today we're going to be kind of reviewing flu season marketing and how it's kind of evolved over the past few years, especially this year with COVID-19 being thrown into the mix. So to get started, just kind of looking at previous years, um, what did you guys in the pharmacy typically do to promote flu season? Well, one of the big things that we've done consecutively year after year has been, we'd always, we've always done a radio spot. 
and uh, we've done in our local shopper, county shopper, we've always run an ad in there or we've put an insert. Um, but other than that, those have been, I mean, some bag stuffers. But what we've kind of done is we've kind of uh, joined up with other organizations. And so we've always had a, uh, for every flu shot, we've donated a dollar back to a particular organization. So we've tried to pick different organizations every year. And so this is kind of like our sixth or seventh year. Yeah. And so we're, every flu shot this year is going to be going to the Salvation Army. Salvation Army. And awesome. so, um, and then, so at the end of the year, we always yeah. do a check presentation with the director of that organization and, you know, what we've done. So um, it, we're always looking to do a good cause right. and keeping it local too. Yeah. And especially this time of year with the COVID that we wanted to give to um, a local um, and like a food shelter and that kind of thing for so yeah. the Salvation Army. Mm -hmm. Very good choice. Absolutely. So yeah. Um, yeah. have you guys done it much in terms of um, like flu clinic outreach to, to businesses and stuff? Well, we have. And you know what? I think we've done a really good job of doing that every year. And we've had those businesses and groups of, um, you know, like people that live in specific housing areas, uh, assisted living. Uh, I'm proud to say that they rely on us every yeah. year. And so, but one of the biggest, you know, and uh, we're kind of working with Laura from GRX, it, it's tough because of just vaccine availability every year. Mm -hmm. So we want to promote going out and doing more in this way, but I don't always want to go overboard and, and making that commitment to go places because you just never know what's going to happen with your supply of flu vaccine. And last year was again, another curveball, which we were delayed getting the high dose. So we really had to delay all our long-term long care facilities. And we even had to turn people away here because we didn't have the vaccine or I had to hold some back. So yes, we do. We, you know, we maybe get into it just a little bit, take on just a little bit more every year, but we don't always hook, line and sinker with it just because of that reason and it's just a reflection back on us. So it's just, boy, it's just a tight balance. Would you have to agree? Right, so. yes, I do. Yeah, makes sense. So for this year, um, how would you say COVID-19 has changed how you guys have approached flu season? I guess, what are you doing differently this year compared to previous years? Well, this year we um, are doing a new thing. We're making house calls actually. So um, Chris is going to be going into um, people's homes and businesses and, um, you know, of course, wearing the proper protection. Um, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and do that. It's a $15 house call. Um, that doesn't matter how many people are going to be there, one or, you know, 15. So, yeah, we're going to do something like that. Of course, we're still doing um, scheduling a flu um, shots in the store and walk-ins. But that's how we're going to kind of do a little different this year. Yeah, we have a we have a roster going. So Kelly, what we're doing and just kind of going along with what Susan was saying there. So we have two rosters going right now. So we've been promoting, and we wanted to get the ball rolling early. So we've started radio a lot earlier this year promoting this. We've been running consistent ads. We've been putting it on our Facebook page, uh, putting it on our website. Yeah. Uh, 
Susan, Susan's been working with Laura for uh, bag stuffers. We're doing door knockers door that are when our delivery people are out and about. If they're if they don't specifically like on a block and if they have time, we're going to have them put up door knockers around town. It's only to it's only within the city limits of Austin that we're going to be doing this. But how we're working this out is just because there's a lot of unknowns and there's a lot of moving parts to this is that people can call in for one of two reasons. One, they can call in now to get on a roster so that when, if they want me to come out, so they, when our vaccine arrives, then we have another young gal here, technician, mm -hmm. her name is Hannah, that puts her name down. Uh, she'll call them to gather all the information when the vaccine arrives, so, and then she'll get them on a day uh, when I'm going to be coming out to, to give the shot. Or we're not, we'll never turn away people from just coming in the store, uh, and, and we're still promoting that, but we're trying to do it more in a um, organized fashion yeah. just to try to minimize how many people we have in the lobby. Mm -hmm. So we're using a calendar method and scheduling people. Uh, to come in. So again, we're not having too many people. And again, if that person just comes off the street where they haven't scheduled, we'll never turn them away. But just telling them that, hey, people have scheduled yeah. and that you're just going to have to wait your turn to uh, to get in for a flu shot this year. Perfect. Awesome. So kind of thinking about, like you were saying, to mention a couple of the different things of, of terms of technology that you've been utilizing. You know, I heard online scheduling and social media. Um, is there any other kinds of types of technology that you've kind of implemented this year to kind of help simplify either your messaging or, um, you know, information dissemination or things like that? Yeah, well, the other thing, too, is that, you know, with uh, there's that what's called uh, geofencing, geofencing geo mm -hmm. that we're doing. So, uh, you know, we have we have or, or businesses and organizations um, that are being targeted here in town so that, again, if people that are on their phone and they hit a certain, or they're looking something up, then we have an ad that's gonna pop up, you know, mentioning what we're gonna be doing. So that's something new that uh, we're displaying. We're really trying to just, uh, oh, we're doing some in-store marketing. We actually just are in the midst of putting up a TV right. and uh, Susan's kind of taken the bull by the horns by actively promoting in-store and our flu shots that we're doing and other vaccines we've done like on facebook also we've done different um uh videos and got that moving in on our website too we're trying to push it on the website too yeah yeah so uh we are trying to branch out and you know do more of the different type of social social media but i still think in our town of twenty-five thousand word of mouth I mean, we still yeah. have an older population these people aren't always on these newer right. social media networks. So uh, that's why we still tinker around with mm -hmm. the old fashioned newspaper radio. And right. believe it or not, people that come in, hey, I just heard Chris on the radio the other day. So <laughs> we still know that that is working. So that's always right. a balance for us. But uh, right. uh, having Susan here, that's been, uh, again, really enjoying this oh, yeah. Yeah. has been helpful because it's coming up with the ideas, but then it's implementing them. You right. know, and Susan's done a great job of implementing. Everything. And, you know, I think because of um, what you said, that uh, we have an older community, um, I think the house calls is a, a really fun, not fun, but good thing to do. You know, it's kind of a throwback. And, you know, it gets, it gets us out there to kind of just 
you know, get to know our community and, and be, you know, one-on-one -on -one with them. So I'm really looking forward to the, the house call, actually. Yeah, that should be awesome. So yeah. kind of, um, you know, we, we talked about a bunch of different stuff that you guys are doing within your community. Have you been um, communicating much with like prescribers in your area, letting them know that you're going to be doing these house calls kind of, I don't know if you're specifically targeting the older demographic, but just being more available and accessible to them, especially again with COVID being thrown into the mix. I know a lot of right. people are kind of avoiding doctor's offices to just to avoid people who might potentially be sick, but have you been doing much communication with the prescribers in your area? We haven't yet. I mean, we, we've definitely talked about it. And uh, honestly, I, I believe we're going to go there. Um, but no, we, we have not. And actually, and even to take that a step further, and the one thing about it is that it's not just with the physicians, but I guess it's been on my mind too, to probably even let other pharmacies know in our area. Unfortunately, and I say unfortunately, where we all feel like it's gotten to be such a competitive market. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie when you see Hy-Vee that's promoting, you know, get, get this if you get a flu shot. I mean, it's going to be so competitive where, long story short, we're all a healthcare team. Mm -hmm. And we're all just trying to get as many people vaccinated as possible. And I think for this year, for sure, because now we have symptoms of COVID-19 and symptoms of influenza that are shared with each other. So we really want to try to eliminate the potential. And mm -hmm. so, um, so it's, yes, sharing with the doctors, which are, that's our plan to do, but also sharing with the, the pharmacies too, because I'm sure they have people yeah. that don't want to go out, don't want to risk it. But yet again, inevitably, the entire goal is to try to get as many people yeah. vaccinated as possible. Yeah, that sounds great. So, um, you know, just kind of thinking about the last few years, there's been kind of a resurgence of, I'm going to say, misconceptions regarding the inflow vaccine. I'm sure you guys have heard them all of, you know, I don't get it because it doesn't yeah. work. I don't get it because it gave me the flu one time, things like that. So have you guys seen much in terms of immunization pushback in your area? And if so, I guess, how have you kind of addressed that and handled that? Uh, yes, we have. And, uh, you know, it's, the same theories, you know, continue year after year. We, we hear the same. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's just always trying to be as, um, for me, uh, scientific as possible and, and letting people know the, the true evidence mm -hmm. and, and, but being honest too. I mean, I don't, again, it seems like these years just blend Altogether, I think the, the the efficacy rate last year was maybe like less than 40%. So it's not that good, but yet still eliminating that that chance of getting the flu, you know, even that much, right. is it still worth it because of the the high potential of what really could happen, especially if you have underlying issues. Yeah. You know, um, I still think it's it's still worth it, but. You know, the one thing is, is that we've really, with our technology and the types of vaccines that are out there, you know, there's now egg-free vaccines. So yeah. those people that have always said, oh, you know what, I can't have it because I have an egg <laughs> allergy, or I've always gotten sick because of, for this mm -hmm. reason. You know what, we've offered them that alternative vaccine, and believe it or not, they tolerate it just fine. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. um, or, you know what, maybe it's just, it's the pharmacist's approach to doing it. Um, just, just that simple, 
getting ready and getting them, it's the anticipation of giving that flu shot. Nobody, everybody has so much anxiety yeah. about getting a simple little shot. So maybe as a pharmacist, it's just changing your, I mean, we're all pros. Yeah. We're all pros. Changing your technique, changing just how you go into giving that shot to make people more right. relaxed, yeah. to make it more fun and enjoyable. And I'm going to just, this is my little story that Sue didn't bring up from last year. Um, after every shot, we, we had a, uh, a sucker display right. of lollipops. <laughs> and what we did is that we painted or colored a different color. Each one of those lollipops, well, you know what? People knew that they were going to get a lollipop and potentially win a prize after they got their flu shot. We had more kids and more adults that thought that this yeah. was so fun to do that, you know what, it just, again, erased that right. anxiety part out about getting a, a flu shot and getting them ready to getting a lollipop yeah. and potentially winning a prize. And right. I don't even remember, it was a, either a gift card, we had just some bag stuff yeah. or little fun yeah. things to give out, but you know what? People love that. Right. And in the end, it was like, and what means so much as a pharmacist is that that didn't even hurt. No. I really want to come back to you again yeah. next year because you give such a good flu shot. Mm -hmm. That's what counts. You right. know? So, yeah. That's um, what they're really but it's changing that whole angle of yeah. the pharmacist and how they approach and give a right. flu shot. That's awesome. That's so, that's so cool that you guys did that. So kind of thinking about like that specifically as well as you know some of the other marketing ideas that you guys have mentioned of the things that you have done what would you say has had the most response from your patients and your community um as far as marketing yeah in terms of yeah like what marketing have you done that's been i guess that has had the biggest you know effect essentially so are people more excited about the, those suckers and winning the prizes have people been more excited about the specific cause that you guys are donating to i guess what would you say that you've done that has resonated most um just kind of throughout your your patients well i think we did have a good response um last year on uh, the cause that we we were giving the um the money to for the flu vaccine um it was um the wire wagon last year and so that was a really good cause, and it made it made made everybody feel really good just to give to that. So mm -hmm. that was that was really you know positive. Yeah, you know, every year we kind of set a goal. We do, at least I do for our staff. And, yeah, yeah. And what we want to try to achieve for ourselves, and what we do for flu shots, and and I guess Kelly, you know what? I I've been doing this for 20 years and thinking about almost 20 years. And so going back almost 20 years ago, and if I'm a pharmacy that's just starting to get my feet wet into vaccinations, so thinking about what I would do. And I think that's kind of where you're going for these people. What's really going to get people hooked, you know, in, in a good way that's gonna make it a, a good positive year. I'm just gonna say number one, as a, as a pharmacy that's getting into it or just kind of starting, don't set your goals too high. Mm -hmm. um, you know what, just have, have goals that you are, you know that you have a really good chance of achieving. And I think what the biggest thing is businesses, I do really think that's a positive thing because if you go, go into a business, everybody loves that because it's convenient. They don't have to leave work. Right. Like, you know, most of the time bosses let that 15 or 20 or 30 minutes go by. 
so they can let their because you know what in the end it's good for the business as well right. to do that. But you get that repeat of those businesses, and you know what? It's almost the word of mouth from that mm-hmm. that has helped us in achieving more businesses because it's been one dental office that has talked to another dental office right. that, hey, Chris Meyer from Medicaps come in. And pretty soon, I mean, 10 years ago, I didn't, I wasn't even promoting dental offices. They were just calling me right. because they had heard of other dental offices coming and get it, or get me having coming in and doing that. Um, and so, but I think radio has always been a good one. Radio is expensive, but yeah. I do think that if you think about your return on your investment, I think mm-hmm. radio has been a good one. I think uh, shoppers always been a good one yeah. for us too. We've done an insert every year promoting this. Uh, we've always run some little coupon ads mm-hmm. promoting our flu shot during the month of October, whether it be in like a diabetic sock sale. And so right. it's almost, and, and this year we're doing like some uh, CBD promotion. Yeah. So it's kind of like tying in one promotion with your flu shot promotion to get just people into your store um, and and that sort of thing. But um, I think those have been the biggest, biggest things for us, but we really are pushing social media because that's where the younger crowd is at now. Everybody's on their phone, everybody's on their tablet and we need to change with that. So right uh, right now I would have to say our Facebook, when it comes to newer marketing, is what's really That's working for us. Seeing how many thumbs up or how many stars yeah, we're like, getting yep. is, a, is, a, is a positive thing. That's awesome. Perfect. Um, all right. Well, I guess, is there any other kind of final thoughts that you guys wanted to share before we wrap up? I don't know. Um, is there? No, I mean, flu season has always really, really been big around here. And um, I'll have to say that I always look forward to it. I always, it, it's stressful at times, but I just like getting together with the community and getting getting them in here and seeing everybody and just, you know, I'm, I'm really liking our house calls um, promotion this year. I just think it's a really good thing for the community, especially this time with the COVID. And I just, it's just a, it's a fun time. I hate to say a fun time getting flu shots, but it is. <laughs> it's a good time just to see um, our pharmacy work together and help the community out like this. Yeah, and I think to take it, it is a fun time, and we make it a fun time. Yeah, we do. You have to make it a fun time because by the time, and we always go into this, that by the time the end of January gets here, I mean, everybody here is out of gas. Mm-hmm. You are just white. Right. And um, and I and I don't want to go off, you know, on a t- too much of a tangent here, but the most important thing is that one, the, the credibility of your staff and trusting all your staff and just knowing that everybody's mm-hmm. kind of got to step up their game right. to make this happen. And the one thing in, in our profession, in pharmacy, specifically as an independent community pharmacy, is that uh, you're trying to always do more with less. Yep. Right, Sue? Yep, definitely. And, um, and so it's about a step, having a good workflow, uh, having those those people here that going to be again credible here every day team players team players because in the end everybody's going to get grumpy yeah because it is a long season but the thing is is that what you're doing for the public yeah and what you're doing for your own store those are the just the best two things that i think make you feel good in the end 
And I guess seeing your boss's smile on his face after yeah. it's all said and done, that's probably number three, but um, that's what makes it worth all the while. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Chris and Susan, for joining me today. Yeah. And thank you so much for all of your insight. Really appreciate you taking some time. Well, thank you. Yeah, thanks, Kelly. All right. For more information on flu marketing and other marketing services, you can visit www.grxmarketing.com and be sure to listen to our other episodes of the Pharmacy Marketing Simplified podcast.